One of the things we find often happens, especially with junior crews, is the same people will always win, irrespective of talent, technique, and ability. And a lot of the reason is they just think that they're going to come second, third, fourth. They already know where they're going to finish in the race before it actually happens. And so we just want to unpack that a little bit and try and uh, work out some ways that we can avoid this happening. So, I've seen this quite a lot. There's, and there's two aspects to it that, that I think are really important. The first one uh, occurs mostly in the school club system when athletes are improving all the time and, and, and uh, growing at the same time. And the second aspect is athletes at pretty much any level, when they get to a, a more important competition, than the standard regattas and they tend to assume where they're going to come and often that's a self-fulfilling prophecy and they actually end up coming where they thought. So let's go with the, the younger age groups first and the growing athletes. You'll find that often athletes, let's pick someone who's say 16 years old, you'll find that there's a, a group of athletes and some are larger than others, some are stronger, some are fitter, some are keener, etc. And you'll find that generally when they race, the same athletes will win, same one comes second and third and so on. With some variations, but essentially you'll see the pattern. The next year comes along and you'll find that one of them, for example, is a lot stronger or a lot keener or has trained harder. And you'll find that there's a tendency for them to still come in the same ranking. So if they always came second to another athlete, you'll find they still seem to come second. And there's no reason why they should. And so what you need to do in order to fix this from an athlete perspective and from a coach perspective is firstly, don't accept where you're going to come in a race and predict it because often you'll get the result you predict. Uh, and secondly, encourage people to understand that things have changed. And if you can explain to yourself or as a coach explain to an athlete that you are a lot stronger than you were or a lot fitter or the other athletes not as strong or not as fit, then you'll find that quite often you can get a better outcome. And so the critical step there is to make sure that as the athletes progress, they don't have any preconceived idea about where they're going to, to come in a race compared to other athletes, because otherwise you'll find that that's where they tend to come. I've had experience in the past where you'd have athletes where, uh, in three particular athletes, one was always first, one was second, and one was third. And the one that was second, interestingly, was quite happy to uh, come second to the person who always won uh, and she really didn't want to get the person who came third to beat her and so what tended to happen is that they'd come in the same sequence all the time despite the fact that the one who was second should have been able to beat the one that was first so avoid the comfort zone the second aspect of this is one that I've had uh, a very good experience for me uh, and for the athlete in rowing at an elite level uh, we went to world championships a number of years ago and we happened to win a gold medal with the athlete that I was coaching and it was uh, tremendous. But the goal going over to the world championships was to get into the A final, i.e. one of the top six. And that was the clear goal. And one of the things that became apparent to me uh, in the training session when we were over in Germany, and I remember distinctly sitting on the banks of the lake at Brandenburg uh, having a conversation about what are we trying to achieve and what we had to do, athlete and myself both, we had to re-educate ourselves to understand that we could win this and so the goal instead of becoming to get in the A final and be one of the top six in the world, the aim became we'll try harder than that and we did and we won, it was great. 
But I think a critical part of that winning was that conversation about sitting there and saying, righto, let's forget what we think we know, let's look at the data, look at how fast we're going, and we measured everything at the time. We knew how we were going in relation to the rest of our team. We didn't know in relation to the other countries until we started racing, but we knew where we were going in relation to our team, and we knew that we were performing pretty well. Therefore, we had to change our expectation. Now, I think if we hadn't changed our expectation like that, then there's a very good chance that we would have achieved our goal, made the A final, and come in the middle somewhere. So goal setting with athletes is really important. And uh, I heard a famous disabled athlete say not that long ago that your body doesn't really know what it's doing. It's your brain that makes it do what it is. Your body's pretty dumb. And so you need your brain to tell it what to do. So it's really important to get those expectations right and have the athlete believe those expectations and then go out there and see if you can achieve them. And if, and if you're an athlete, you really want to be getting on the water every race, no matter what it is, no matter who you're against, with the belief that you know, you're not going to find out who the winner is until you finish the race. Like At the start of the race, you have no idea. Even halfway through the race, it's best to assume that you know, you know nothing about how the race is going to pan out. Um, you know, it might seem that someone's got a good lead, but they might have gone out too hard. Um, you know, you just don't know this, and there's a, it's you can't uh, decide what's happened before the race actually happens. So, you know, just getting on the water, even in training sessions, don't assume that you're going to come second to someone in a training piece. You know, like if you if your goal is to be winning races, uh, you're going to have to learn how to apply the same things that you do in training into racing. So. Uh, it's it's no good just to assume that someone's faster than you because if you accept that someone will always be faster than you and you find at the elite level that a lot of the people who who do really well are those that have just simply um, you know left that at home like that idea at home they they always come out to race they always want to win they know someone else could have a bad race and they could beat them even if they know that you know their ergo score isn't as good or you know that technically they haven't been as good in training it's um it all comes down to the race day and you'll find a lot of people perform there's there's different performers on race day some people um, train really well have terrible races and i'd i'd say that they're the people that think they're going to have terrible races whereas some people know that they're good races or know that they've got a good start and so you know most races they have a good start so uh, it's important to not pigeonhole yourself and you know talk yourself out of having a good race and having having a win because um you know, if you, if you start thinking like that, that's exactly what you're going to do. You can also use it in the reverse to your advantage because there are a lot of people out there that do put themselves into that category and expect where to come where they're going to come and end up there. And so if you're in a race situation, then quite often you can use that to your advantage by, for example, going out really hard, uh, particularly in the junior ranks. You can go out really hard and the opposition will say, oh, I'm not going to win against that. One experience I had with that at rowing at a, in national championships with this, with the under 19-8, and we were going down the course, and this crew was quietly just going away from us. Just every stroke, they'd lose us a bit. And so what we did, the crew did, is that we put on a, a serious burst, like a stupid serious burst. You can only get one in a race, and you're, you're exhausted. And we did 10 strokes, and we just went crazy. And this was at about the 800 meter mark in the race. And we went, we gained a length on that boat. And so all of a sudden we were almost a length in front of them. And they gave up. 
and also your crew had belief at that point and yeah. their crew was starting to lose it. That's so. it. And I spoke to the crew afterwards, the crew that we beat, and they said, when you did that, we thought we've got no chance of catching you, we're going to come second. Exactly. And that's essentially what happened. The end result was actually we came third because there was another crew in front, but never mind. The, uh, and so the, the moral of the story is that, that you should try to make sure you don't pigeonhole where you're going to come because that's dangerous. And the second thing is a lot of people do pigeonhole where they're going to come, so use that to your advantage. And even during a race, once, uh, once say, the first 500's done or the first 1,000's done, you've got yourself into some sort of order in the race, uh, there's a good chance that that's the way it's going to stay because during the race, people have convinced themselves that that's where they're going to come. I'm going here, I'm beating this person, that's pretty good. This other person's in front, well, I would have liked to beat them, but obviously they're racing better than me. You know, and they call the race right then and there. You'll find that, you know, often the crew that goes through the thousand is the one that um, one that wins the race. And, um, you know, it's that part, part of that is because maybe they're a better crew, but part of it is also because they have a belief they're going to win, they're out in front, they start to relax, they start to think about what they're doing a bit better, everything flows a bit better, whereas the crew that's coming last, you know, they, uh, they may not necessarily be any worse in training technically or physically, but you know, you'll find that they're having a bad time, you know, they can't get into a rhythm, everything feels heavy, they can't get their catches in, um, it's just an endless list. So there's something to be said for the belief that comes by being out in front, and if you're someone that can have that belief no matter where you are in the race, like before, middle, or towards the end, uh, you'll perform a lot better than someone who lets their mind get the better of them. Absolutely. And one thing that it's important, it's more important to do your best and get to the end of the race and know that you've got nothing left than it is to get to the end of the race. And, and every athlete would have done this. They would have got to the end of a race and thought, I'm not totally stuffed. I could have done a bit more. And you'll find that if you really go and give it your best, then if you get to the 15, 1800 metre mark of a 2000 metre race and you, you pretty much have to stop because you're finished, well, you did your best. And if you have that attitude towards racing, then you'll find that you'll do a lot better than if you accept where you're coming. But on that note, you have to assume you're going to survive. Uh, I know lots of people that have that mindset and they go out as hard as they can try and maintain it but they know that they're going to crash at the 1500 and um and they do you know every race and so you have to know that you have to assume you're going to survive and know that you are before you before you do that if you go as hard as you can you think oh well you know i had a good thousand but i knew i was going to crash and then you do that's it you know becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and you just you know best to leave that behind mm. So, in summary, I think the most important takeout is that don't assume where you're going to come. And particularly if you're a growing athlete, uh, moving through the ranks, then it's very easy to become complacent about where you're sitting in the performance tables. And all you need to do is to just break yourself out of that mindset and you'll find you'll do a lot better than everyone thought you were going to do. Very rewarding to do that. It's not just beginner athletes, you see lots oh, of people trying to make Australian crews and yes. they might have been knocking on the door of getting into that national crew and you know for years and mm. then they, they can't. They need to themselves take their, their game to another level, they need to believe that they can break through that ceiling and you know some people do that they thought and people thought they were never going to make it but you know they end up doing it. Mm. Absolutely.
At Decent Rowing, our goal is to get world-class rowing information into the hands of everyone. One of the easiest ways to do that is through our email list. We send out tips and tricks on rowing on a regular basis. If you want, you can sign up. As a sign-up bonus, you get 21 of our best rowing videos, including beginner and advanced rowing videos. We've also chucked in a couple of basic training programs and a training piece. So if you want to sign up, you can see what it's all about.